I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. The podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help with Matt Bronger. Um, today I have uh, an interesting guest, uh, someone who I work with, who's become something of a friend, if I may be so bold, and um, who is just a, an interesting cat. So I thought I'd have them on. Please welcome uh, talent manager Biz Hurst, my manager. <laughs> How are you, Biz? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 glad to have you on. To to be fair, I do have two managers, but you're the most interesting one. You know, no offense. <laughs> I know he'll take it hard, but um, I I I uh, I wanted to, I wanted to have you on because you know you've had you've had an interesting journey, and I have uh, a lot of people who listen to the show who are who are non-binary, who are trans, who are LGBTQ. Um, and that's not specifically why I had you on. I had you on because I feel like, you know, we, we're drinking buddies and we connect well. Uh, but like, you know, it's, you have a unique perspective, I would say. You yeah, know? I, think, I think that's fair. Yeah, I am, I am the most interesting. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, so uh, j just to, to let you introduce yourself, like how, how would you introduce like your personal definition, I would say. Of just like me as a person or like me as like what I do professionally or both. I mean, I guess I can do both. A little, a little both. A little both. You don't have Should to be the like, whole, like the whole, you know, bullshit uh, first day of school. Tell us all about you. Like, what do I start? Should I just, like read my Tinder bio? Um, right. <laughs> 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 I would never make you do that. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm so yeah i'm i'm biz um i'm a non-binary queer person um a talent manager i've been in this i've been in the comedy industry for about six years now working on the talent managed side for four next week god time flies. um but yeah yeah I, I use they them pronouns um i i you know i'm really i'm into like I'm into sneakers and bikes, and I don't really have a lot outside of my work and those two things. Yeah. <laughs> those are those are the things that I do. Yeah, you're focused, you know. Yeah, then... yeah. <laughs> my therapist keeps asking me what my hobbies are, and I'm like comedy, and she's like, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 you're right. It's, it's like you no, know, not they're like not your job. Yeah, I, I just. <laughs> I just reconnected with my therapist. I'm I'm uh, kind of ashamed to say I haven't spoken to him in it's been at least two months. Cause just because, oh my gosh! Well, there's the stuff with the baby and everything, and uh, um, the holidays, obviously. You know, yeah. kind of just like you know, like no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold off, and and things have been fine, so it's been okay. But also at the same time, I'm doing that same thing. When I friends I know who would go to therapy and are just like I don't need it I'm cool I'm like oh god you're gonna something horrible is gonna happen you're gonna just go right off the deep end please be careful. Lose it. So My favorite is the people who go like once or twice and then they're like yeah I did that I'm good now. Oh yeah it, it's just like people <laughs> it's just like people who want to be in the in the let's say the the, the business of show and want to be performers and like you look you don't have to be anywhere uh like like specifically you don't have to be in new york you don't have to be in la 
But if you, uh, hold on a second. Hey, babe, are you on the call inside while I'm doing the pod? Good, you Can't hear me at all. I just heard her go, yes, good. This is, this is, this is how it goes. I tried to call her she's, out. She's doing so great. It's my boss. She's doing great. Nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah, she can't even, doesn't know. But um, I, I, it's just, I, back in the days where we're like, we first moved here, uh, you know, like me and my, my brethren and, and, and sister of, of comedy, there are always, always, always people that, and we're starving in LA, you know, and I had friends starving in New York. There are people that were like, yeah, I gave it a shot. I was there for two weeks. I'm like, you, you didn't do anything. It's like you you didn't oh even God. go to the shooting range of the the carnival. You didn't even go to the carnival. Like you, <laughs> you, you you sat on the couch and were like, "Yeah, I tried to win at the shooting range of the carnival." I'm like, "Did you go?" No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to stick it out at least a year. I mean, at least a year in LA and New York. It's definitely longer sticking it out in therapy is my is my suggestion. <laughs> yes, yes. Would you would you agree that therapy is like to me, it's like going to the gym, uh, but if like you hated the gym yeah. sometimes, that's yeah. how I feel where it's like, yeah. no matter how much I don't wanna go, I always feel better after. And that's almost worse when you're on the way or like, you know, about to go into Zoom, you're just like, <laughs> I don't wanna do this at all. <laughs> well, I hate it because sometimes I come out feeling worse, but well, I guess I, I get that same vibe you know, some days you come out feeling worse and you're just, you just have to like, it's the whole thing where, I mean, I don't go to the gym, but like, I do want to be ripped, but like, it's going to be really, really hard. It's going to suck for a while. I mean, that's why I don't go to the gym, but you know, it's like therapy where it's like, you come out and you're like sore as hell, but it's sort of about the long term, which sometimes is really hard to keep in mind. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's just like checking under the hood, you know, that's, that's about that's about it. But one thing I wanted to ask you is, is how you're kind of keeping on an even keel in New York right now. Um, when you're kind of, I know you've been on your bike a lot and you've been, you know, you have your pod of friends, you know, like small, small group yeah. occasionally see, uh, but what, what, what would yeah. be any, any, like any like aspects of, of your perspective or anything that you've kind of, leaned on i guess that's like been keeping well yeah i mean this summer yeah it was definitely the bike that i was leading leaning on i mean i i feel like i started making a goal where i wanted to see every neighborhood in new york um because there's just like so many that i would never go to and so i just like started ticking off neighborhoods biking to them every morning um but like it's super cold here now which is terrible and so i've been like off the bike for a little while um, and I'm like really leaning into bad TV. Um, <laughs> watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> like a lot of like reality TV. But also, um, <laughs> my roommate and I are currently watching Big Love, which was like an old HBO show about oh, um, a polygamist. Sure. Um, yeah, Bill Paxton's like the lead in it, and Chloe Sevigny. It was like a lit show, but that is like that is we we keep like picking shows and then sort of like sitting down and watching them for evenings at a time to sort of maintain some sanity. That's that's important. Big Love is pretty lit. It's crazy. <laughs> it's also seg seg it's also segued me into Sister Wives, which is like the reality TLC version about yes. polygamy. I'm, I'm in a whole like polygamy down spiral right now, apparently, which is oh, we did. I, I something. Always think of, we did a, um, 
uh, a series of sketches when I was on Mad TV where it was all, you know, those eHarmony ads with like, this will be an everlasting love. And it was always going, like, <laughs> the way I found. And it was all the most insane. And I, at one point I was like, whatever that guy, whatever Paxson would be in his like 10 sister wives and the costumes they had us in, especially the women with the braids <laughs> and the things to the necks. Oh God, the creepy braids. Remember that was, cause that was, uh, was that, I think that show had might've just come out. And so like, I mean, I'm, I'm obsessed with all sorts of just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> divergent sort of relationships like that, where you're just, yeah. like, where you look and you're like, no, there's no way <laughs> hell, man. No way. I, uh, the episode, one of the episodes we watched last night, like one of the big like prophets gave an interview and like they quoted him, but like the upshot of the interview was like, he says that polygamists are just like homosexuals. And like the, the upshot was supposed to be like, if they can have privacy, why can't we? And I was like, you know, I guess I never really thought about my stance on polygamy, but that's some pretty solid logic. Yeah, the thing is, I can't, if someone's <laughs> into it, I can't be like, no, that's, no. You know, like I wouldn't, my, my only thing is, you know, if it's if it's hurting someone, mm -hmm. you know, you're trapped, obviously the, the stuff like that. But it, right. you know the laws against it, I don't really understand. But I'm just speaking for personal preference. Much, honestly, much more so than you know, <laughs> homosexuality. Even though I'm not gay, when I was like you know, growing up, I'm just like, yeah, that's not my thing. And there was all obviously there was there was homophobia in me, and there was fear, and there was, um, you know, you you you're 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 honestly just creeped out by something you don't understand, and and you're afraid that you know. It'll be something, you know, there's all kinds of emotions. They're all gone now. I'm just being honest from when I was very young, but it was kind yeah. of, they were probably on even keel when I was a kid in terms of, um, you know, something I could never imagine, even as like, when you're just like, oh yeah, I got all these wives, sweet, all these ladies. It's still at the same time, <laughs> you're just like, that sounds, and I don't even, I'm not even making a stupid sexual joke, exhausting. It sounds exhausting to have several oh, my partners, God. committed no, no, no. partners. Uncommitted so exhausting. is exhausted, exhausting, but like <laughs> so exhausting. I, <laughs> I so the moral of this story is like if you had to pick one that you would be before the other, you'd pick gay before or polygamous. Yeah, yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that tracks. I mean, same. I think I'd rather be just like regular straight than polygamous. If I had to yes. pick one. I think I would have to. We'd have to engage, you know, in like you know heavy heavy role play. I think yeah. so. we'd probably switch off <laughs> to be fair, but yeah. hold on. See, this is perfect. Alexa, stop alarm. It's like fucking just, just chaos. Just my it's wife. Chaos. Just, like, Imagine having fine. four of them. Of, let me set an alarm. It's no big deal. <laughs> She's going to come in right now and just start like yelling into her. Can I hear me at all? I, you only I have one. Luckily you only have one to, to show, but she's, she's hooked up to the pumps. So she's full on milk cow coming through the house. So it's like, I can't, I wouldn't, not that I would be like, Ooh, that asshole. I could, I never, I mean, I always thought it was like so ballsy that Tom Green would do that shit to his family, but I can't imagine being like, let me get you on camera and then show everyone just my family. <laughs> like, I'm not going to use my Oh body. my God. Like so Tom Green is like sort of just at the precipice of like me being old enough 
to remember sort of that sort of comedy, if that I makes sense. I selected it very specifically because I was like, okay, she'll get this, but barely. <laughs> or they'll get this, excuse me, but barely. There's yeah. like a, I remember a song like, he was like talking about his butt being on everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is like very early pop culture memories for yes. me. Yes, my bum is on your car. My bum yeah, is on that was. <laughs> No, he said, the, he said yes. my bum. Yes. He said oh. bum. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember I like, not that I was super young, but young enough that I was like, oh, I don't think I'm like supposed to be watching this. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. Well, and I, I think I was uh, definitely in high school, if not college. And I, I remember being like, this is on MTV. Like, <laughs> watch this. You know, I was like, this is this is kind of genius in its own way, but it was also just like, wow. You know? Like with like with Wonder Chosen, which is a brilliant show, but it was like I was like, I, I can't believe this is this is on MTV. Like kids are, this is so so dark. So dark. Yeah, man, uh, Tom Green, that's like a name I haven't thought about in a very long time. Yeah, I would still see him around, like he would play some of the same clubs I would play. He's still out there. I mean, I don't think, really? I, don't, I don't know what he's doing like now now, but he was just kind of just- so He's like hit him up, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I do, I will say when I, when I had a goatee, <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh no! Uh, looked, just because of this, how the shape, the size, the, the distance, and the eyes, and the head, like, we looked so alike, so alike that people I can kind uh, of see that people wouldn't go, "Hey, are you?" But <laughs> if a guy was drunk enough, he'd go, "Tom Green," like in a bar. Like it happened a couple times, <laughs> and it it was obvious he wasn't like, "It's really you." He's like, "You look like him," so I'm gonna yell that. <laughs> like, why? Why? How bored yeah. and drunk are you? Too too drunk to like actually formulate the next sentence. <laughs> right, right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I always ask this of everyone that that comes on the show: um, Do you get asked for your advice uh, often, or at all, or sometimes? I mean, I feel like I'm the friend who can give fairly like sane, logical advice. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I, I, I think I probably do more of the asking for advice and very little of the taking of the advice. Sure. <laughs> Isn't that all of us? Yes. Very little of the taking advice. <laughs> well, you know, the, the road to heaven is paved with good intentions. I think that's what the, the saying goes. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried. I like asked. That's a lot. <laughs> I wanted to do the right thing. I know I didn't, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I tried. Yeah. Put in some effort. Well, because like one thing I'll say is that I've, I've really admired about you is that you have a really you've you've known a lot of different people and you've had a lot of different perspectives in your in your young life, and you're um, in a let's just say demographic that is the uh, on the receiving end of of a lot of a lot of anger and a lot of bullshit. Um, so, and to, to, to kind of, to kind of balance that plus with a job where you are dealing with human babies every day, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, I, people who listen to the show, they know the story. I, my Carrie used to be my manager and we, you know, cross lines, you're not supposed to cross and it somehow worked out in the end. We don't work, work together anymore, but you know, it's like, 
I've overheard a lot of conversations in my time just being with her. I've said stuff with her. It's like I've matured past then. Most artists well into their 60s <laughs> have not. And I'm not giving myself a compliment. I'm just baffled by how some people just can't. They can't see the forest for the trees. There are there, there are people I don't think that are necessarily wrapped by, uh, you know, the company you work for and the company that reps me, but that uh, are like good to everyone in their lives and just shit on their reps. Like, because they're because when you get told no, when you get told when you get a, re a rejection for an audition or whatever, you can't call the network up as an artist and go, well, fuck you. You know what? I'm awesome, but you can say that to your rep. You you know it's like you do it too much, you'll get fucking dropped probably. But like people do people. They, there's kind of a snideness. I used to do that with Kara. I'm ashamed to say, and talk in circles, talk in circles, talk in circles, just to kind of therapy it out. And it's just it's not it's not healthy for you or them. You know, like <laughs> I I I I. There, there have been times where I found out stuff that just I wanted to go set fire to a car that I was like, I can't believe that they put me through all this kind of shit. Because it is, it's a it's brutal, vicious business, you oh, know? God, yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying, you, right. you, you, like, okay, you seem to be juggling the balls well and also have not, you know, turned the corner into, into bitterness. I feel like the, the the worst place you can kind of go is bitterness. I've been there. I, I don't go there anymore too much, you know, sometimes. Yeah. But like, it's kind of like you always kind of want to just, just pump the brakes kind of thing. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like you can, it's like bar hopping. It's the bar you don't, just don't end up there. Just don't, <laughs> here, here, just do not, not that, that red shack at the end of the field that no car will go to and the cabs won't pick you up. Just don't, just don't, get, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, I think like, I mean, I think it's like anything, you know what I mean? When you, when you work sort of at any kind of job, I, I try not to like think that I'm special or my job is special. And so I try to look at it as sort of from a bigger perspective. But I think like, whenever you take any sort of rejection or anything that is like, it's just sort of a difficult pill to swallow. It's a lot easier to just sort of be pissed off at the people who are right there. Then, yes. you know, and then having to be like, well, why did this happen? And uh -huh. so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is, it is tough. I mean, I feel like luckily I don't get beat up on too much. I have a lot of, I work with like a lot of really great people, but I think like, yeah, there is that tendency where when you're just like having a bad day, it's really easy to just like be a shit to somebody. Misery loves company. It's like, yeah, I, I, I get I, it. I, you're having a good day. I'm having a bad day. I want you to have a bad day. So that I'm yeah. not alone, you know. Oh I, God, yeah, big time. <laughs> I, can, can I tell you something that literally just happened? Yes. I was handling Rose, and um, uh, she was being just fussy as shit. And you know, we play, and I put her. She has this little chair she loves to sit, in, and I put her in there. She's like sick of it, you know. I'm 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 feeding her and stuff, and I'm I'm having a chat with this rep at uh, a company I will not name. But they, I, I bought a jacket. It's, it fits me perfectly, but like, it's like, all right, this is too, like not even snug, but just too fitted. I'm like, I just want the neck size up. So it's kind of like a, a lighter coat. 
And so I wrapped it up to send it in and I went online and I couldn't find anything in terms of exchanges, just refunds. So I was like, okay, I'll go to chat. And me and this rep were, they kept like leaving and coming back. And it's like, and it's like, I get it. It's a horrible time. You know, everybody is, this person is probably dealing with like 10, 15 people once I get it. I was never rude. I was just like, it was just like, you can only exchange in store. And I'm like, but it's a pandemic. And they were like, they were like, well, we, we just don't know if we'll have it in stock at a warehouse. And I'm just like, this is a multinational corporate. I'm not dealing with, you know, Jake's Mom and Pat down yeah. the street. And there's Jake and he's makes it <laughs> himself, you know, and he sends it all I'm dealing with it. It's this thing is everywhere, this company. And so I was, I was like, I just, can, well, can you give me the stores? And this person gives me two stores in New York one in Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga is an hour away. And I was like, I don't get it. And they're like, that's like all I can, all I can do. And I, I was like, they're like, well, would you like anything else? I'm like, no, it's fine. Listen. And I said, this, I specifically was like, I'm not mad at you. Um, but this, this is a, night, but this sounds exactly like me when I talk to a customer. I have to be, I never, like, this is fucked. Fuck you. Like, but this person's not <laughs> making any money. So I was like, this is, I'm not mad at you but this is a nightmare. Every other company of your size, you know, can exchange. I just send it in. I get the size back. I don't understand how you have no knowledge of warehouse stock. You can call all these stores, but you can't, uh, you can't call the warehouse for some reason because of the company. And I was like, again, it's not your fault. I appreciate you helping me so much, but blank companies exchange policy is lousy. Uh, you know, have a good one. And they wrote back, Th th thanks. I'll pass on the feedback. You should keep in mind that not all companies are the same. Have a good day. And I was like, what? Like, I was so fucking, it was one of those things where you're so mad you start laughing. And it's like, I, I put Rose, Rose had finally passed out after like a bucket of milk. But like, I was just like, I, it was one of those things where it's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I, I wrote a Twitter thread, did not name the company. This person just did not have to get that final dig in. It's like, I said, I'm not uh, mad at you twice, twice. And you still had to be like, yeah, but team this company. Fuck you, Mr. Send. And I'm just no, like, and you know how many people like that guy interacts with who are just like a total asshole to him. Like, just like oh, blatant. I get it. I get it. And but he's just, but, and, and he, and like, so you're really not the right target there. Like, no, no, <laughs> no, they, 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 they just got this last dig in and I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to send the jacket in and just get a refund, whatever, fuck them. But it was, it was just like, why? Like, why would oh, I did a deal with somebody from an unnamed internet monopoly recently nice. and, uh, I was like talking to the rep and I, I can't remember what was happening, but I, I remember just like the anger just, just rising up and just getting oh, yeah. so mad. And I was just like trying to shove it down. I was trying so hard. And at one point I like exploded a little bit and I was like, as soon as it happened, I just go, I'm really sorry. I can feel myself getting cunty. And I want you to know, I know that this is not your fault and you're the wrong target, but you're the one I'm talking to right now. And yeah. we had a, we had like a good laugh about it. Cause like, oh, I'm sure awesome. she gets way worse stuff every day. I like, can't imagine. Oh, I can't. Cause it's just this, this era we live in of, of, of yelpers and people who are just <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm going to take, 
I'm going to take this whole company down because one thing <laughs> did not. I mean, that's why I didn't name the company in the thread. I'm just like, I'm using this thing to vent. That's all I want. I just want to vent. Yeah, like I don't care if everyone's like, you were in the wrong. I don't care. I just want to blast it out, you know, and, and you know, tell my wife about it after. <laughs> done, you know. It's like that yeah. shitty advice people give about like when you're mad at someone to like write a letter and then like never send it. Burn it. Like, yes. I feel like I do that with tweets, like especially, and I can name this company because it's, it's especially with the MTA when I'm like waiting for the subway yeah. and like the service is terrible. I'm just like, I'm going to tweet something really mean about the MTA because like, yeah. who's, what, you think Cuomo's going to give a shit about that? Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to eat their competitor. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, sir, this is a Wendy's. They are, they are the trains. They're the trains. There's no. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing. What am I going to do? Go buy a car? I mean, Jesus Christ. You're going to take Amtrak from Queens yeah. to Brooklyn? Yeah. Yep, that's officially what I'm going to start that's doing. It. <laughs> Screw you. We're digging a tunnel. Um, Taking my business elsewhere. Yeah. Good day to you, sir. So. <laughs> Okay, well then, in that case, let's 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 uh, let's get the ball rolling here. We got three calls. Uh, I haven't heard any of these, uh, uh, as you as you know. I don't listen to the things in in advance. So let's let's roll the first caller and, and see what they have to say. Hello, um, I'm just looking for some advice. I recently um, had to cut off a male friend that made some unwanted advances towards me. Um, and I know that this person's really sorry, but I can't find it in myself to forgive them. And I just, I'm just wondering what, what do you think are some of the ways that they can show that maybe they, I don't know, redeem themselves. Thanks. Oof, poor girl. Yeah, she sad. Yeah, I feel really bad, but like this dude sucks. I mean, yeah, I mean, she said unwanted advances, right? Right. Is that what I heard? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't just like he made some shitty offhanded like comment that maybe could have been perceived as right anti-feminist. It was like it was like douchey. All around. Well, I mean, I think he, I think he made a pass at her. I think he tried to, yeah. you know, do, do you know. Uh, get some, you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, where you know, from tone of her voice, it sounds like that was that's that was never a thing with them. Um, I wonder, go, go ahead, I see you. No, I was gonna say, was I too aggressive off the bat? I mean, I don't know, I feel like she no. sounded so sad, so I think maybe I just yes. like assumed it was like really, really bad. Well. You know, I didn't. But maybe that was context that I didn't. That was like undeserved. No, I will say the fact that she used the term "made advances" and not, you know, assaulted me or or grabbed me or something like that. But that said, she okay. sounds crushed. Yes. Okay. She does sound like she went through something uh, brutal. I think maybe it might be that she never expected this from him and kind of trusted him to not do that sort of thing. Um, and, and perhaps that's it. And it's the dissolution of their friendship that's rough, but we could both be right. You know, like, I don't know. Your, your first impression might've been the best impression. 
That's, the, that's what's great I know, I feel like... and dumb about this show is that fucking people call in and they just do not give details. They're like, that's all you need. And you're like, no, God, d- give me more. I love you for calling. And I'm hopping in like, this guy sucks. He's a monster. Like, let's prosecute him immediately. Well, shit. The, the thing is, I, I, my impression was, it's so telling that my impression was different than your impression. You know what I mean? And who knows who's right or who's wrong. It's like, I could be like, no, he just was like, hey, can I have a kiss? And she was like, no, I don't want to kiss you. And now she's all mad, meh, you know, which is not what I'm saying. But then, you know, she calls back and she's like, no, he chased me down the street and I had to run him out. You know, like, we don't know, like, really what right. un- unwanted advances. That's a, that could be a lot of things. <laughs> That's like so, Yeah, so- uh, unwanted advances to me feels like very, like, I don't know, like clinical. And I guess that's why I'm like, oh, this sounds bad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. you like slid into my DMs. It was like no. unwanted advances. Like unwanted. I'm in the courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> unwanted. Um, this person um, put a, a pair of love handcuffs in my pocket and then handed me a motel key <laughs> card and was like, see upstairs. <laughs> And I just woke up in a hotel <laughs> lobby uh, at the time because he drugged me and got the lobby and then went upstairs. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it just we don't know. Yeah. Anything. I mean, OK, so that's that that is the that's the that's the the beautiful puzzle of this of this <laughs> fucking podcast is you have to pick the lock on what they mean or what they did and try to figure out how to give them advice. So I think for it the just also dawned on me like why my straight female friends never ask me for relationship advice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this makes sense now. Yeah, this I get now. I understand. (laughs) I don't think you're that bad where, you know, and then he kissed me and you're like, oh my God, did you stab him? Like, biz, what? No, I wanted him to. Um, I don't think you're that bad. I really (laughs) Uh, but I mean, <laughs> to your point, she sounded crushed. So I don't know how would you. It sounds like she. I'll just say I'll let you let you talk. But it just sounds like she uh, wants wants to get them back as friends somehow. Uh, you know, she's like, how could he redeem himself? Because she as she put it, she can't forgive him. So you could be right that these advances were, you know, worse than I thought. So, yeah, I mean, she's saying she can't forgive him. And then she's like asking, how can he redeem himself? I mean, I think I think maybe that this is like a question of like, you need to like learn. Not, I mean, not to learn, but you need. Yeah, you need to sort of like learn how to forgive yourself for cutting somebody off, because I think that that's like a really difficult life lesson. And like, you know, you sort of need to step back and like think, is this redeemable? And if it's not, that's okay. And it's it's okay for you to just sort of like walk away from people. I think that would be sort of the upshot of my advice here. Yeah, I mean, I I have had a lot of people call on the show that say I don't want to talk to this person, my family anymore. You know, or and it's like I'm just like I'm totally on board. I am not one of those people who wants me to have a hallmark ending. And no matter how abusive or whatever this person has been to you. It's your, it's your uncle or your dad or your brother or your sister or whatever. And you gotta, it's up to you to heal that bond. Like, no, it, it, you, you're, 
No. Your job is be good to yourself and, you know, and try to be good to others. But yeah, I think it's, that's, that's an awesome first step is for her to just kind of forgive herself for how she was feeling about it and feeling so hurt. Um, so I, I, I think, you know, I would say what can he do to get back in her graces is more like what, A, do you want him to? Uh, B, do you, do you need that connection with, with, with him? Uh, are they, is, is this guy feel bad about it? You know, I've, I've definitely, oh, I've yeah. definitely damaged some friendships doing that in my younger days where it's kind of, you know, the male perspective of like, it's no big deal. Sex is like a handshake. Um, <laughs> Pre-COVID, obviously. <laughs> what do you mean? When I said my younger days, I meant last week. She doesn't know we're in an open relationship. Shush. Um, it's polygamy. <laughs> that's it. I just want to marry someone else, too. Um, it's got to be hard to be a polygamist on the prowl during COVID. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looking for another wife. Oh, sorry. Let me put my mask on. Putting a mask on. Trying to find your fourth and fifth wife. Don't worry. I'm really <laughs> handsome under this. Um, yeah. So, it, but, but, so, but it, it was that thing of, of, I will say it, it's hard. It's hard to come back after that because if a woman is, as, as, has had those advances, back of her mind is it's always going to be like when is he going to think it's cool because one of the biggest problems with uh with dudes is and this is i'm i'm trying to say this in the mildest way possible they don't take no for an answer sometimes like they take it's like yeah but she yeah. said that but then you know she was really smiling at me and so i thought i'd go hit on her again be like how about now right that was then you said no, but how about now? It's just this pervasive uh, thing we've been, you know, uh, been made to feel like we're we should be we we can be okay with ourselves that way. So I don't know. I, I think it's it's really baller. Yeah. It's down it's down to your comfort level. Um, just just be sure you're being careful, you're being safe, and you're not just sweeping things under the rug and um, putting you know like paint over that crack in the wall when it's a, it's a broken fault line. I mean, you know, it's, it just. Yeah. And putting all the responsibility on yourself too. like, make sure you're not doing that. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and yeah, to, to your point, Biz, the, she sounds so sad. It's like, I know I feel bad. I'm here. If yeah. you need a friend, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I don't know how great my advice is going to be, but I'm here if you need me. I, honestly, I've had, I tell you, it's no matter what we said on this show, people always like, it was just nice to hear someone talk about my problem for a minute, especially now in COVID, you know? You, oh, I believe it. You yeah, can't, especially right now. You can't just sit at the food court at the mall, you know, and be like, <laughs> Frank hit on me and he's known me for 20 years. Come here. You by the Chick-fil-A. Um, no, it's, it, it, so it, it, what you're, you know. Biz, you you don't do that thing either. Don't don't dump on yourself for having bad advice or anything. This is this is good. You're being very sincere. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So, caller, hope that helps. Uh, okay, Renee, let's hear the second call. 
Hi, this is Joe from New York. This is actually, I know you were having Biz on, so this is a question directed towards Biz. But when you are in an airport and you're trying to eat healthy and you're really, your only two options are either like the Hudson newsstands, like getting something quick there, or the Chili's to go, which might not be the healthiest thing, which do you choose? You're trying to, you know, not feel gross when you're sitting on the plane. Um, that's a conundrum that I come up against a lot when I'm traveling and when I will travel in the future. I haven't been traveling recently, but I feel like I, and it's constantly coming up. It's either Auntie Anne's principles or the Hudson News. It's just something I'm looking to, to eat healthier. What, what are some options? I would love to hear business opinion. Thanks. Uh, love the show. Bye. Biz, you're famous. Oh, Joe. Oh, no. Joe. <laughs> Joe's one of my biggest fans. You you both always like my tweets. It makes me feel so good about myself. Nice. <laughs> um, but okay, so to answer it's an answer question, Joe. I am the disgusting guy who gets the food at the Hudson newsstand, like the like the packaged like egg salad sandwiches or like hard boiled eggs. Do I have like an egg thing? But like I am I am that guy who's like going to the Hudson newsstand. I think Chili's just has too many options for me. Yeah. Even as a Midwesterner, I think I'm, I've, I've evolved past Chili's. <laughs> I, you know, I will say, especially because, you know, I, I used to spend a good amount of time on the road and like sometimes you'd, you'd have a here. And you'd <laughs> I thought you were going to say at Chili's. <laughs> oh, so much. So much. I will say my, my, Mike Burns ki kills me because he's exposed me to the He's exposed me to the, the the drinking possibilities of both chilies and uh, Applebee's or the bees, as he calls it. Um, we had <laughs> with Kara and him and his uh, his, the, his girlfriend at the time. We had uh, uh, Trashington Trashington's Day. It was Valentine's Day, and we went to trash restaurants and just had apps Ooh. and drinks and bounced around, and it was very fun. And uh, you can drink enormous margaritas at both of those places. Um, and, uh, but anyway, that's not really so much airport advice, but I will say they do Chili's does, cause just what I, back what I was going to say is like driving <laughs> from place to place. Sometimes there's only an Applebee's or a Chili's and they do have like, they do have salads and stuff, but the problem with it, you know, you're in an airport, it's like, it's all prepackaged. So it's like, there's probably as much shredded cheese as there is lettuce in that <laughs> salad. You need to pick it all out. Like, so I, I, I God. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I'd say if you have to spend, you know, ex, you got to spend the extra money at Chili's and tell them and tell them, I don't want this. I don't want this. You know, you got to be that person and spend like $25 for a wrap or something. Yeah, the price too. I will say Hudson News is overpriced, but still probably in an airport situation cheaper than Chili's. Everything, everything in the airport <laughs> is like you're on the island of Hawaii and you're trying to buy lobster ship from Maine. Like everything, everything is overpriced at the airport. I never understood that. I, like as, because it costs more to get in for security. Like, I don't understand. It's so I think it's because they know you're like screwed. Like this is the option. Of like course. I think it's more, I think it might be more like that. Except I will say that when I first moved to New York, one of my favorite things was, so I'm a, I'm a really bad flyer. Uh, like I have terrible flight anxiety. 
And so I'm gen you can generally find me at the bar before a flight, like having a drink or two just to be able to get on the airplane. Same um, with Mike Byrne. He and, has to get drunk to get on a plane. I hate to reference him twice, but these are two things he was, yes, yeah, so back to <laughs> And so when I, so the first year that I like flew home for Christmas, when I was like flying out of Detroit to come back to New York, I stopped at the bar to get a Bloody Mary. And I will say that it cost me $12 to get a Bloody Mary at the Detroit airport. And if I were to go to a bar right now in New York, it would probably cost me about the same, just a regular yes. New York bar. Yeah. So, so I was like, okay, I guess I can justify this. Yeah. And have a second one. <laughs> well, and the, 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 yes. And the thing, the thing is about, you know, it, al alcohol and it's, it's like any drug. They know you, they get, they get one on you. You'll probably get more, oh, yeah. you know? So it's definitely, oh, big time. there's always an incentive. It's always like something like, uh, how much are beers? $8. Um, and they're, they're, they're 12 ounces. Oh, two bucks more. It's 30 ounces. Great. It's a deal. There's always something like that. You Two just bucks more. We'll give you a full bucket of them. <laughs> but a stein to dip in it before you take off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, hope that helps, Joe. Glad you're also a, a big bass fan like myself. Okay. Are you ready for your final call? I'm ready. Okay. Renee, roll, roll number three. Hey, Matt. Uh, big fan. Uh, have been big fan for a long time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I just got finished with my first semester of law school, and safe to say, I basically shit the bed. Um, it's about fifty thousand dollars a semester. My GPA is one point seven seven, uh, which is dog shit. Anything below two point zero, they kick you out. Um, and. I'm wondering if it's worth betting on myself to do a second semester. Um, I'm really scared. Uh, I've been working for this for years and years and years, and now I feel like I have fucked myself. Um, I don't know. What would you do? Thanks, man. Big fan. Wow. Oh, that's heavy. Oof. Man, Oof. thank God Biz and I have law degrees that we've that barely picked up with. Um, <laughs> thank God. Um, no, oh, dude, I'm oh. so sorry that it's been rough for you. Jeez. Like, only questions would be like, because you didn't get into what happened, if you just didn't understand it, or if you didn't work hard enough, or if you didn't get the help you needed. You know, if you didn't get the help you needed and you, and you didn't work hard enough, I would I would roll the dice and take the second one and try to get your GPA up because as you say you've been working towards this your whole life it sounds like you want to be a lawyer um you could also go this is not my dream this is what my family wanted for me and cut bait which would be the absolute best thing to do a lot of people have done that and gotten into uh I went to I went to college not knowing why I went to college just because I didn't know what the fuck else I would do in my life and I think in the end, it was the smart thing to do. Um, but that's a lot of scratch. Um, boy, that, that, that's what I got off the top of my head, Biz. What, what, what would you think? And uh. let, me say, let me preface it by saying this is the defin definitive answer, what Biz is about to do. <laughs> if, 
No. No pressure. Um, this is a comedy so, <laughs> Little Little known fun fact about me is that I was actually placed on academic probation after my second year or my second semester of college. Okay. Um, so I can, I, I like sort of can feel for you, bud. I mean, and there's like a reason I didn't go to law school and it's cause like, I'm a really bad student. Um, but I mean, I feel like after, after that semester, when they like sent me the letter, it was, it was like a, it was like a wake up call. And I, I sort of realized like, oh, what I've been studying is like not something that interests me. So it's time to like start studying something that interests me. I mean, like if you're in your first semester of law school, you probably don't have like a lot of leeway as far as the sort of areas that you want to study. But I also think once you start getting into maybe the aspects of law that you're really interested in, it'll make, it'll make studying a lot easier for you. So like if there's like an inclination to keep pressing on, I mean, I feel like it could get better. Does that make sense? Without a doubt. That that's, a, that's a perfect piece yeah. of advice. Wow, you did give the definitive answer. I was, I was being <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, I, that's it. If you can find why you need to be a lawyer or want to be a lawyer, I should say, not need, and this is your dream, then I would turn, like, you are spending a lot of money, so get a lot of help. Ask for help from everyone. Go, look, what am I doing wrong? Every professor you work with, uh, ask to see them after class. Ask to uh, see if there's any kind of tutoring system and say you really want them, I mean, you show that initiative, your professors are going to be like, okay, cool, good, good, good. You know, nobody wants to see you fail. It's, it's almost like, <laughs> from my perspective, I always tell like young comics, like, like nobody wants to go see a comedy show that sucks. They don't want to see a comedian <laughs> that's bad. They don't want it, or more to the point, they don't want to see a comedian do badly. No one, even, yeah. you know, maybe the most heartless fuck is like, oh my God, he was eating and he was sweating and I know he hates himself now. It's the best. Let's do a shot. But like most people, they're like, they're rooting for you. And I think everyone in that school would be rooting for you. So like, use that. Use those professors, you know, try to get all the help you can. And like, this is your rocky moment. You know, this is, this is your, this is your, uh, uh, you know, it, it doesn't look like you can, there's any way you can make any comeback, but like you can, you can do that. And, and the thing is, if you overcome this and you get that GPA back up, holy shit, you're going to feel so much better about yourself. Like right now you're super down yeah. in the dumps and you're kicking your own ass and maybe you should a little bit, but in the end it doesn't do anything unless you're kicking your ass in the right direction. So just check in with yourself and just, you got to define what you want at this point, you know? Also, I feel like first semester of law school, like in the middle of COVID, I, I feel like your environment's only going to get better also. Like mm -hmm. this, you're like going through this during the shittiest environment you could practically imagine. Yeah. And I would seek out, I would seek out groups online too. You know, I'd go, I'd go like, there, there's gotta be other people like you that are going through the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's funny, Biz, thank you. Like I, I didn't even think of COVID like in terms of uh, this person not being able to be in class and things like that. So that on the one hand, that's it's horrible for engagement. On the other hand, it's great for groups because you can find people yeah. online and you can be that sincere person. That's like, look, I just really need help. I'm willing to help anyone else too, but can anyone uh, help me remember this, 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 and this, you know, or, or whatever, when it comes to tests or whatever, whatever, whatever you need, dude, you know? So, 
who in the end Ooh. i think just if you're if you this is if this is what you want it i don't want to say it doesn't matter what it costs because of course it does but if that's what it costs that's what it costs so you know but yeah uh, that is thank god for your friend joe because those two man <laughs> i mean i understand it is it is it is covid times because you know everything's heavy you know it can't yeah. be you know the Man, I, I always, I bring it up a lot, but I just reminisce about the time I got a guy who was was on acid with his friends and uh, there, was an, there was a possum loose in the attic and he was seriously considering going up there with, with boxing gloves on to catch it. And I was just like, this is the call I've lived for. Um, they can't all be wonderful like that. Um, but... Uh, Biz, is there anything you want to plug on here? And I, I know you don't have like any, you know, projects coming up, uh, in, you know, a performer, but um, do you have any, you can do it, you can do a charity, you can do a friend's thing or a client's thing or. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, make sure to check out my, my great client, Matt Bronger and his standup. <laughs> hey everybody, he's this hot young kid, new on the scene. <laughs> So. Matt Bronger, ever heard of him? <laughs> no, that's because he's new. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, other than that, I don't have any cool pro projects of my own to to plug. Catch me out in New, in New York this spring and summer, biking and hitting all of the neighborhoods in the city. Yes. Say hi yes. and bike with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Catch uh, catch Biz and I uh, post COVID vaccine uh, drunk biking throughout the city and uh, <laughs> getting all the spots. <laughs> okay. I can't wait for that. Fly out. We'll get you a bike. <laughs> same. Same, same. Same. Well, but thanks for coming on, buddy. You're a real sport. And I appreciate this being your, your, your first podcast uh, you've been on. So really. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Wasn't that fun? If you have a problem and you like to share it, no matter how silly or heavy, uh, lean towards silly, but if you got heavy, I'll take it. Call 323-763-0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. And thanks. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.